You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 17 weeks and 256 bets down, one week and 16 bets to go. We are entering the final week of the road to 272 bets. Welcome to the NFL Week 18 episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. And yes, we are finally, after a long season here at the final week, it has been a grind. We are sitting at 134, 119, and 3 for plus 8.35 units heading to the final week after a small step back last week. 7 to 9, minus 2.59 units last week. Uh, but hopefully, up almost 8.5 units, uh, we are going to finish the season uh, in the green with a profit. Barring an absolute all-time collapse and implosion in the final week. Uh, we're in a pretty good spot here. But I'm going to make it my goal here in the final week uh, to win back what we lost last week. Get back to uh, a double-digit unit profit for the 2023 edition of the road to 272 bets. Uh, I will say this is week 18. Week 18 is, in my opinion, the hardest uh, week of the NFL season handicap because we do not know, uh, especially when I place these bets on Monday, what teams are going to rest their starters, what teams are going to start their starters, how motivated uh, teams like the Ravens and 49ers will be, uh, given they've already locked up the number one seed in their respective conferences. Uh, so it is a little bit of a tough week to handicap, uh, but we're going to prevail. Uh, we don't need a huge, massive week. Let's get back a couple units. Let's finish, you know, 9-7, and 6 and finish uh, the 2023 season on a good note. Uh, I am recording this a day late. Uh, I had a hectic holidays between Christmas, uh, my birthday, New Year's, uh, family and friends visiting. So I, I took Tuesday off, uh, or I should say Monday off. Uh, I did place my bets. I did write my notes. I did publish the written version of the road to 272 bets. Uh, I didn't record though. I just didn't quite have the energy to do it last night. So I apologize for that. I'm recording it Tuesday night here. Um, but I do need to say some of the lines have already moved from where I locked them in yesterday. Uh, some have moved against me. Some have moved in my favor. So when I get to the games where the lines have moved, I will obviously uh, address that and give my take on, on, on the new line as well uh, to do my best to make up for the fact uh, that I did not record last night. Um, best bets this week, just to kind of finish off my recap, two and three, so not a great week for best bets either. One 49ers and Patriots uh, lost Dolphins, Panthers, and Vikings. Teaser of the week did win, though. 
Uh, we teased the Rams down to a uh, minus 0.5. That, that barely came through for us. Uh, and then we got the Chiefs at minus one and a half against the Bengals. So teaser of the week did win last week. And the final note I'll say, if you're watching this on YouTube, and if you aren't, I always got to tell you, head over to the YouTube channel, Bacon Bets Podcast, subscribe uh, to the channel. That helps us out quite a bit. But if you are watching this on YouTube, you'll see I'm wearing my Falcons jersey. I have decided, I said it a few weeks ago, actually, that I'm going to go down with a ship. And I'm doing it in a big way uh, this week. I already have a five-unit bet on them to make the playoffs that I placed before the season start uh, started. I placed another small bet on them to win the NFC South this weekend. Because uh, if you don't know, the Falcons, after all this season, uh, the roller coaster of a season the Falcons have been on, they do still have a shot uh, to win the NFC South. Now, it's not crazy. We don't need a ton of different results. We only need two different results. Now, those two results might be a little bit tough to happen we need the falcons to beat the saints they're three-point underdogs and we need uh this is the tougher one the panthers to beat the buccaneers panthers obviously the worst team in the nfl panthers at home uh five point underdogs i think they are at home to the buccaneers um but that's all we need if the falcons beat the saints the panthers beat the buccaneers at eight and nine the 2023 champions of the nfc south is my Atlanta Falcons so I'm all in on it I have I have prepared them for them to win I will go down with a ship I see Falcons fans all over the place hoping we lose so we get a better draft pick uh that's stupid in my opinion uh I will be going down with my ship uh as it sinks because there's almost no way this is going to go well it's I'm just setting myself up for heartbreak but it is what it is I love my team they are my team I I've chosen this life I will go down with a ship uh, in, in what I'm sure is going to be an ugly fashion on Sunday. Uh, so because of that, I am wearing my AJ Terrell Atlanta Falcons jersey. All we can do is hope for the best. Um, nobody's talk, really talking about it as a possibility. I know this is crazy. I know my Falcons bias is coming through. I know I'm an idiot. I know I'm a moron. I know I'm setting myself for, up for failure. But I actually think the Falcons are going to win the NFC South. Weird things happen. Just actually two years ago... Uh, it was the Colts, and, the, and it wasn't for the division, but it was for a wildcard spot. The Colts either had to beat the Jaguars or they needed the Steelers to lose in the final week of the season. And the Jaguars uh, at the time, I think, only had one win. They were the worst team in the NFL. What happened? The Steelers won, and the Colts lost to the worst team in the NFL. Remember, that was the Carson Wentz year uh, in Indianapolis, and the Steelers ended up making the playoffs. It can happen. It's happened before. Don't sleep on the Panthers. Even last time the Buccaneers played the Panthers and the Buccaneers are at home, barely escaped with the win there. It can happen. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's giving the Falcons a chance. I legitimately think it's going to happen. I'm not just saying this. I I don't call it a gut feeling. It's more just likely that I'm, I'm crazy and this is like Stockholm Syndrome. I think the Falcons are going to win the NFC South this weekend. I can't wait. Can't wait. Um, but with that being said, of course, 18 games, 18 picks. Uh, let's get through it. I'll break them all down uh, here throughout the show. I'll then recap them at the end. Uh, I'll then give you my five best bets and my teaser of the week. And that will uh, put a little bow on the road to 272 bets. Um, I will be back for the playoffs. And in the playoffs, I will be placing a bet on every game side or total. I, I, also, I also do a player prop uh, for every game as well. So those might be recorded a little bit later in the week, there might be a, a Tuesday night, Wednesday morning uh, thing throughout the playoffs so I can get player props out as well. Uh, but that is the plan for the playoffs. I did it last year as well. So um, stick around for that. Um, but let's dive into it. It is the final week. We're here at the end. 
It is the final week of the road to 272 bets. Let's go. No, Lisa. The only monster here is the gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. Let's dive into it. We do have two Saturday games to watch and bet on uh, for week 18, starting with the Steelers and the Ravens. And this is a perfect place to start because this uh, is going to be a good example of how I handle betting on week 18 of the season. Um, my number one piece of advice to anyone who is betting on the NFL this week is to not just blindly bet on the teams who have something to play for while betting against uh, the teams who have nothing to play for. Uh, that is not a winning strategy. Um, that has not worked in the past. Sure, it works some games. It certainly doesn't work in all games. Uh, and don't forget, all this stuff is baked into the lines. It's not like you're pulling a fast one on sports books uh, by betting on teams who need to win the game and betting against teams uh, where the game is meaningless. Uh, these are still NFL players, even if it is a few backups playing. They are still NFL players. Um, I mean, you could even make the argument maybe they're playing more freely because they, they have nothing uh, to win, but they also have nothing to lose um, as well. So just don't fall into that trap. We see it all the time. We also see the the, the new thing um, the past couple of years we've seen it kind of explode this year uh, is betting on the overs for players who have contract incentives to get a certain amount of stats. Uh, once again, sports books are aware of all these things. Um, they've already been baked into the lines, and if they weren't baked into the lines when they were first released, I guarantee you people who are professional bettors who do, who do this for a living uh, pounded those props within 10 minutes of them being released, and now they are properly adjusted to where they are. So you can use this reasoning in some certain areas and key situations that I'm going to kind of talk about uh, in the games today, um, but it is not a, like, you're not pulling a fast one, you're not a sharp better if you're just going to take the over and uh, player props or players who have contract incentives um, or slash and betting on teams who have something to gain by winning these games. One of my least favorite tropes uh, of sports bettors when they place bets is, oh, it's a must-win game, and therefore, you know, they're going to be motivated. You better bet on them. It's, it's, sports betting is not that easy. Um, if it was, we would all be rich. So with that all being said, I'm going to take the Ravens with the points on Saturday, late afternoon game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, if you don't already know, this game means nothing for the Ravens. They've already locked up the number one seed in the AFC. The Steelers don't necessarily need to win, uh, but winning this game is, is going to improve their chances quite a bit of making the playoffs. If they don't win, they do kind of have a chance, but it's basically like they need everyone else uh, in the AFC in the playoff pitcher to, to also lose. So Ravens or Steelers, let's say it's basically a must-win game for them. Ravens, it is a meaningless game. Uh, now, this is one of the games where the line has moved on me already. I bet it uh, on Monday at uh, plus four and a half. It is down to plus three and a half, at least at the book that I bet it at, which I bet at points bet. Um, I think at least this afternoon, there were still some plus fours out there. Let me see here. Uh, no, plus three and a half at DraftKings as well. I'll just check all the books at once. 
Uh, no, it doesn't look like there's any plus fours out there. So it's plus three and a half uh, across the board. I still like it at three and a half. I would still, if you want to tail this bet, I would do it at three and a half. If it dips to three or lower, um, then what I would do is probably bet the under. The unders right now is sitting between 36 and a half and 38, depending on where you're looking at. Um, I like the Ravens getting more than a field goal. If they're only getting a field goal or less than a field goal, uh, bet on the total instead, and I'd probably lean a little bit more towards the under. So that's how I feel about the current line, line movement based on this. Um, as of recording this, it has not been announced if Lamar Jackson is going to play. That's obviously going to be the big difference maker um, if he plays or if he doesn't. Based on the line movement, you might think the Ravens might actually play the starters. And that's another thing that might happen in Week 18. You might see the starters play half or a quarter. It's very, very hard to tell, especially this early in the week. Uh, but still, we have a very good Ravens team who have basically established themselves as the best team in the NFL at home, getting more than a field goal against, let's call it for what it is, a bad Steelers team. Uh, there are some web websites out there that measure the uh, a luck factor based on a couple of other combined stats. And all of the different websites that do a luck fa factor, it is the Steelers uh, at the top by a wide margin. Now, Mason Rudolph has looked good in the games uh, that he's played in. Um, he is going to be getting the start over a healthy Kenny Pickett this week. Uh, bit of a wild move, but I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If he's going to lead you to a couple key wins, you just kind of have to stay with a hot hand. He has completed uh, in, his, in his game so far this season 68.5% uh, of passes, 567 yards, two touchdowns. And the key aspect, no interceptions. Now, what you got to know, though, is, uh, I mean, he threw three passes against the Colts at the end of the game. That doesn't really matter. But uh, the last two games, um, and I bet the over in both of them, uh, he was taking on the Seahawks and the Bengals. Two teams with, I would say, two of the three worst secondaries in the NFL. Probably at least... Two of the worst five secondaries in the NFL. So don't expect Mason Rudolph to all of a sudden have another good game. Uh, this is by far, not even close, by far a, a much, much, much better secondary. Many would say the best secondary in the NFL. It's between them and the Browns. Uh, so he's going from two games against a bottom two bottom five secondaries, now going up against a, a, you know, a top three secondary. Even if the Ravens rest some starters, it's not like they're going to rest all 11 guys on defense. Um... Ravens defense, I think, is still going to cause Mason Rudolph a lot of issues, especially with this being a road game for the Steelers. Do they squeak out a win? Sure. Uh, I'm not laying three and a half points on them, though, or in the case when I bet on Monday, four and a half points. Uh, let's remember the Steelers ranked as 24th in the NFL in net yards per play, minus 0.4. Um, and even though they did beat the Ravens, and this was all the way back in week five before the Ravens really got rolling, the Ravens did outgain them in that play, five, or in that game, five yards per play to 4.4 yards per play. So, I do not like the Steelers in this game, despite it being a quote-unquote must-win game for them. Uh, I will take the points with the Ravens. I recommend you doing the same as long as you can get it above a field goal. And right now, it is three and a halfs across the board. So I, I imagine if you're going to listen to this when I release this uh, Wednesday morning, three and a halfs will likely still be uh, available. I'm recording this 9.30 p.m. Eastern right now. Uh, the other side of the game. Saturday night game, one of the most uh, intriguing games of the weekend. Uh, I'm glad they made this Saturday night game because it's quite simply win you're in, lose you're out. Uh, it doesn't get much easier than this. It is the Houston Texans against the Indianapolis Colts. The winner will make the playoffs. The loser will be sent home. Uh, if it is a tie, the slight advantage does go, go to the Colts, as I understand it. Uh, but not only, not only does the winner uh, clinch a playoff spot, um, they also might win the division. Uh, if the Jaguars lose to the Titans on Sunday... The winner of this Saturday night game will not only have a wild card spot, or actually beyond a wild card spot, they will win the AFC South. So a lot of, on the line. 
in this game, and it is near a coin flip. I got the Texans at minus 102 when they're a very, very, very slight underdog. Uh, throughout the day, once again, I placed these bets on Monday. Uh, throughout the day, um, today on Tuesday, it has flipped. Now the Texans are a slight favorite. I still like the Texans. Uh, minus ones are available across the board. Uh, just looking at it now, a couple places have moved to minus one and a half. Uh, FanDuel has it minus one and a half. Uh, but you can still get minus ones, bet MGM minus one. Uh, DraftKings minus one and a half points bet minus one. Uh, I still like the Texans probably anything below a field goal to be completely honest. I really like the Texans in this game. I think these two teams, especially defensively, have been trending in opposite directions. Uh, since week 10, the Texans defense is 12th in opponent EPA per play, 9th in opponent success rate. Uh, and over that same time frame, the Colts are 19th and 21st uh, in those two categories. So... Uh, the Texans also do a great job of running the ball, uh, or sorry, stopping the run. Uh, they are right now right up there with the Falcons and the Patriots as a top three run defense. Uh, and the Colts like to really establish the run and get the ball moving on the ground as well. So I think if the Texans stop the Colts run game, I think they can do enough uh, offensively here, especially against this Colts defense uh, to get the job done. So I like the Texans. Obviously, as good of a number as you can get on them, you know, the better. Um, I like if the line was two and a half, I would probably still take the Texans. It won't go higher than this than that. I bet you it's probably going to rest at around one and a half, two. Uh, if it gets all the way up to three, then the value kind of flips, and then I would just take whatever team's getting a field goal worth of points. But uh, on the current line, I got a minus 102 on the current line. I, li I like the Texans still uh, in this one. Uh, so that's it for the two Saturday games. Uh, moving on to Sunday's games. Uh, this line has moved quite a bit, and uh, I probably should have done some research as to, as to why it moved. I'm guessing uh, it is the Lions, the Colts I'm talking about. I'm guessing uh, the Lions, uh, I haven't seen it though. Um, are, are the Lions resting some players? At least the line move has gave that hint, because I got the Vikings against the Lions at plus six on Monday night. This line has moved all the way down to plus three. So this is actually going to be a rare case where um, the line has moved enough. I actually think the value has flipped to the opposite side. Um, I actually kind of like the Vikings now. So what I have bet on is now different from what I'm recommending you bet on. I'm guessing some Lions players are sitting based on this. I think the only, I think the only thing the Lions can do, they're in the three spot right now. They're not going to drop to the four spot. They could improve to the two spot, but I think they would need both the Cowboys and the Eagles to both lose, I think. So, they're, you know, for all intents and purposes, they're probably locked into the three spot. They're probably going to rest a couple of guys. I like the Vikings at plus six. Current line minus three. Even if they rest a couple of guys, I like the lines. Nick Mullins is probably going to start a quarterback for the Vikings. I mean, it's kind of weird now because I'm going to make my argument for the Vikings, but I'm making them a plus six. This is why I should not be recording the day after I actually make my picks. Um, I think six is too many points because just a couple weeks ago uh, when the Vikings were at home, they lost to the Lions, but they outgained them 7.6 yards per play to 5.1 yards per play. Now, the reason why they both outgained them by, many, by that many but also lost the game is Nick Mullins because Nick Mullins is a gunslinger. He will throw the ball. He will throw for a ton of yards, but he's also going to throw some picks. Um, so that is why I think six is too many points to give the Vikings. They're, they're going to fight this Lions team down to the wire based on just Nick Mullins slinging it all over the place. But 
they will probably ultimately lose because of a couple of key turnovers. So with it now being at the magic number of three, um, I would recommend taking the Lions. Depending on when you're listening to this, check the line. I set this line at probably Vikings plus five, Vikings maybe four and a half. Uh, anything below that, I would probably take the Lions, especially at the current line uh, of minus three. So take that for what it's worth. If it's minus three right now, take the lines. If it's moved back up to the minus six area, then I like the Vikings. Uh, so that's where I'm looking at uh, for that one. Uh, Browns Bengals. Now I didn't get. I, I'm not getting CLV on all these different bets. There are some that have moved against me. I got the Browns at plus five. It is now plus six. Uh, so this is going to be one of the rare ones where you will actually get, get a better line than me. So yes, of course, if I like the Browns at plus five, I also like them at plus six uh browns have nothing to play for whatsoever they are locked into the number five seed in the afc uh, i believe that the Bengals are eliminated right yeah they are so the Bengals also in theory have nothing to play for except for pride at this point <clears throat> but a couple of reasons why i like the browns uh getting these points yeah the Bengals are officially out um the browns have kind of been playing with backups all season especially on the offensive end uh, so despite them even like, are they going to sit Joe Flacco? Is Joe Flacco worth that much to them that they're going to sit him? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Flacco plays, um, in terms of the other, especially because like he hasn't played a full season. So probably the more reps he can get, the better. So I actually wouldn't be surprised if the Browns don't sit a ton of guys, especially offensively. And the Bengals defense is so bad, um, that even if the Browns have some backups in offensively, I still think they can move the ball. Uh, and then on the flip side of it, we saw what Jake Browning does against good defenses like the Chiefs last week. I think he's going to struggle against this Browns defense. This Browns defense is a historically good defense. Uh, this is way too many points to lay in a team that I think is playing against this good of a defense, even if the Browns are on the road and playing with some backups. So this is another spot. I'm going to kind of go in contrarian. I'm kind of going against the grain. I got Browns plus five minus 110. Um, as of Tuesday night, it's at plus six. That's an even better number, especially with six kind of being like a secondary uh, key number. Uh, moving on here. Um, let's see if this line has moved. It has slightly, but it doesn't. This is not really a, a notable one, um, especially because this is my money line upset of the week. I told you guys at the start of the show that I was going down with a ship. My final upset pick. Uh, in week 18 of the road to 272 bets is my Atlanta Falcons going down with the ship with the Dirty Birds against the Saints. Obviously, the Falcons have to win this game to have any shot at winning the division. Uh, I might be a Falcons homer. I mean, you can take what I said, all the stuff I said at the start of the show and just apply it here. I do think the Falcons are overall a better team. This is tough saying it after getting their asses kicked uh, by the Bears. Um... But they do outrank them in net yards per play this season, plus 0.2 compared to minus 0.1. They did beat them uh, back in their Week 12 matchup, 24-15. Now, the Falcons are a very different team on the road than at home. That does kind of concern me, um, but I don't know. I did, I'm letting some bias take over here. Not only do I need the Falcons to win for me to cash my futures on them, uh, but I, I have no desire betting on the Aints, our biggest rival. So... I'm sorry if there's one matchup that happens uh, twice a year where I'm going to let my bias take over a little bit. It's when my Falcons play the Saints, especially with a playoff spot uh, on the line. So I'll take my Falcons. I don't really have much more to say than that. Plus 160 is, is the money line odds I got. Uh, the best odds you can get on the money line right now 
for the Falcons is there's a plus 156 out there so it's going to be a, a slightly not quite as good as what I got of that still you're going to plus 150s plus 140s I like the Falcons they're going to be I just want to set myself up for as much pain as possible so when they lose which I'm sure they probably will I will lose my Falcons playoff bet my Falcons division bet and my Falcons money line bet all in one foul swoop give me as much pain as possible I'm a masochist Falcons plus 160 uh jets and patriots uh let's see if the line has moved in this one uh it has at least at bet mgm which is where i bet it but in this one i like the patriots minus two and a half this is one of my best bets of the week it is a meaningless game uh neither team can gain anything they're they're both long eliminated from the playoffs um but i've been betting on the patriots the past couple weeks uh and it has worked um i bet on them to cover against the bills last week i bet on them as my money line upset the week before against the broncos um and what was it was it is it three weeks in a row now i've bet on them successfully uh before that uh they played the chiefs and i think they covered in that game too um but maybe they didn't i don't remember the spread in that game if i'm going to be completely honest when you bet on 272 games sometimes you forget uh which games you won on and which games you lost on uh it's 27 or this was one of the pushes i think Closed at 10.5. I don't remember what I got of that. Maybe I did win. Regardless, I've bet on the Chiefs three weeks in a row at least. Uh, and it's because, or sorry, the Patriots three weeks in a row. Um, and it's because I think they are a lot better in the record. 4 and 12, that is their record, but they're 14th in the NFL in net yards per play, a plus 0.1. That is the same mark in net yards per play as the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, obviously, every time I cite net yards per play, which is on almost every single pick, obviously there are other things uh factored into how good a team more than just net yards per play but that does give you an overall view of how good a team is if you look at the net yards per play rankings um they do pretty much line up with records for the most part there are some outliers on both ends of the spectrum but for the most part good teams rank high in net yards per play bad teams rank low in net yards per play and the patriots despite being 4 and 12 or 14th in the nfl in net yards per play uh their defense is elite especially their ability to stop the run which is going to be huge taking on the Jets, who the only thing they can do or the only good player they have is Brees Hall. I guess you can say Garrett Wilson is too, but that doesn't matter uh, when you have who is throwing them the ball now. Trevor Simeon? Yikes. Um, and yeah, the Patriots offense, not great, but slightly better uh, than the Jets offense. So yeah, I'll take Patriots minus two and a half at home. Uh, oh, I lost the LV. It's down to minus two. So this is one of those ones you can actually get a better line uh, than I can. Let's see generally what the consensus line is here for this one. Minus two DraftKings. So there are my, there are it's minus two and a half. Some books, other books have minus two. So grab that minus two if you can. Uh, that was not available when I bet it on Monday. Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. Uh, might be my best bet of the week, to be, to be completely honest. Uh, Buccaneers, Panthers. You can guess which way I'm going with this. Now, I'm not going to be brave enough to take the Panthers to win outright, although that would be nice. Um, you know what would actually really suck, which is definitely possible if the Buccaneers lose this game, but then the Falcons can't beat the Saints, and then we have to see the Saints in the playoffs. What a goddamn nightmare. I'd rather just the Bucs be in the playoffs, to be honest. What a nightmare that would be. Uh, give me the Panthers, plus six, minus 110 in this one. Uh, the line is now down to five, five and a half, so I got on the right side of the line uh, a little bit here by about half a point. Still like the Panthers there. like... Like the Panthers are probably anything uh, above four and a half. Um, 
You guys know I'm not I'm not big believers in the Buccaneers. I think they're the most fraudulent team in the NFL. I think they're the worst team that's currently sitting in a playoff spot. Uh, they have a net yards per play of minus 0.2. They almost lost to the Panthers uh, at home in week 13. They only beat them 21-18. And the Panthers defense much improved in the second half of the season. 14th in opponent success rate since week 12. Bucks defense 22nd in opponent success rate over that same time frame. It's an ugly bet. The Panthers' offense might not score a point like they didn't last week, uh, but I will take the six points or on the current line, five, five and a half with the Carolina Panthers. Jaguars, Texans, this is one where the line has moved against me, uh, so I like it at uh, where I got it, which was plus four and a half. I like it at the current line, which is plus five and a half. I'll take the Titans. Another one I'm going contrarian, another one where I'm betting against the team uh, that is in a must-win game. Uh, but I will take uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars here, or sorry, the Titans uh, here in this spot. I've bet on them actually probably quite a bit the second half of the season, and it hasn't worked for me. Uh, I bet on them to win outright last week, and they uh, got smoked by the Texans. But Jacksonville's bad. Um, they are the Buccaneers of the AFC. They're barely clinging on to their AFC South title. They are at least analytically worse than the two teams that are battling against them. In this case, it's the Colts and the Texans. They're 20th in the NFL in net yards per play. Um, and one of its biggest uh, weaknesses is the red zone offense. Offense, they score on only 51.02% of red zone trips. Uh, score a touchdown, that is. And now they take on the best red zone defense in the NFL in the Titans. Um, Jaguars also defense has been subpar in the second half of the season. 21st in opponent EPA per play, 23rd in opponent success rate since week 10. So with all of that being said, I will take the points of the Titans. I'm also just generally not a fan of the Jaguars. I don't really want to see them in the playoffs. I'd rather the winner of the Colts and the Texans win the division and the Jaguars get the boot. Uh, so I will take, uh, the Titans plus four and a half minus one Oh eight. You're getting a better line now. Plus five and a half. Take that instead of, if you want to. Uh, but yeah, I'll back Tennessee with the points in that one. All right, we're halfway through the games. Eight games down, uh, eight to go. I'll take a quick break. I'll be back in just a moment. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get back into it. This one's a little bit of a tough one, another one that we've seen some significant line movement in. Uh, It is the Chiefs and the Chargers. I got the Chargers at minus one and a half here, uh, minus 104. Uh, Throughout the day on Tuesday, the line moved in the Chargers' favor, and now we're sitting at the Chargers being uh, three-point favorites uh, instead of one and a half. I would probably go the under now at the current line. I like the Chargers with it being at the key number of three now. I don't love them as much. I think the move might be to just take an under. So unfortunately, this is another one where um, my the pick I'm giving you is going to be the pick I or going to be different from the pick I have. Um, but they do kind of coincide. The reason why I would take the under now uh, is the same reason why I like Chargers minus one and a half. Uh, and it is one of the reasons why a team that has nothing to play for in this situation I'm going to bet against because I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but based on the post-game press conferences by the Chiefs, it kind of seems like Patrick Mahomes isn't going to play. Uh, and the Chiefs offense specifically, um, I'm trying to Google it to see if it's been confirmed since last time I looked for it, and my Google, when I Google Patrick Mahomes, all I get is Brittany and Patrick Mahomes ringing the new year together. Uh, and then a couple more stories that somehow is related to Taylor Swift. Patrick Mahomes gets his photo with Taylor Swift and fans. Who cares? Um, yeah, I don't think it's been officially announced, but based on the post-game press conferences I listened to, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to play. In the Chiefs offense, um, <clears throat> all they are is Patrick Mahomes. They don't have uh, any other good enough players that are good, that's going to be able to do anything. Uh, without Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball. Uh, Maybe if they just decide to run the ball all game. um, I'm guessing Pacheco, especially with his kind of injury issues lately, I'm guessing he's probably going to rest. So you're going to run the ball all day with Clyde Edwards-Elair and try to win a football game on the road in Los Angeles? I think that's going to be tough for them to do. They don't have any receivers that can take over. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I mean, if anyone's going to rest on this offense, it's going to be Travis Kelsey. He looks like an old man out there. Um. So I, I, I don't like the Chiefs to win this game, uh, maybe take them getting the three points, but it's also the reason why I'll take the under because the Chiefs defense is good enough to slow down the Chargers offense as well. So it's why, even though I like the Chargers a minus one and a half, I don't, it's hard for me to bet on them to win by more than a field goal. Um, I still don't want to take the Chiefs though. Uh, so I guess bet the under. This game all comes down to who the Chiefs are going to play. And if they don't play Patrick Mahomes in my at least my guess, my feel based on what I've read and listened to is that he's not going to play. So I will take the Chiefs or the Chargers minus one and a half at minus 10, uh, 
uh, four, actually. I think it's in minus 108 earlier. Uh, based on the current odds on Tuesday, which is Chargers minus three and over under 36, I would take the under 36. If this three, if the current line balloons above the magic number of three, I would then take the Chiefs with the points. If they're getting more than a field goal or if it shrinks back to less than three, then I would take the Chargers. If it's at the exact number of three, I think that is where the line should be set. I would then look to the total and I would bet the under 36. So that is how I would play Chargers and the Chiefs. And it all comes down to Patrick Holmes not playing. This Chiefs team already is not the same Chiefs team as they were the, uh, the past few years. I think if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play, we're really going to see just how good Patrick Mahomes is because I think the Chiefs offense is going to look ugly without him. Seahawks Cardinals, I think this is my number one best bet of the week. It is a total bet. It is over 47.5 between the Seahawks and, uh, and the Cardinals. Obviously, the Seahawks need to win this game to have any chance of making the playoffs. Cardinals, this game is meaningless. Um, but I bet on the over in both these teams' games last week. The Cardinals against the Eagles and the Seahawks against the uh, Steelers. Both of them hit. And the big reason why is their defenses, specifically the Seahawks, has fallen off a cliff and the Cardinals' defense just sucks, but we all know that. These actually, This might actually be a game between the two worst defenses in the NFL. Seahawks' defense... Not enough people are talking about how bad the Seahawks defense is. People are looking at Geno Smith. You know, if he's the guy moving forward, it's looking to their offense. No, look no further than the Seahawks defense. This, that is the reason why they might miss the playoffs here. These two defenses rank 31st and 32nd in a, both opponent EPA and opponent success rate since week 10. So since week 10, if you put, you know, any stock into EPA and success rate, this is the dead last and second last uh, defenses in those two metrics since week 10. So terrible defenses. Both offenses rank inside the top 13 in both those stats since week 10. So we have two you know, top 13 offenses against arguably, at least some metrics would say, the worst defenses in the NFL since week 10. Give me plenty of points. I'll take the over 47 and a half between the Seahawks and the Cardinals. I would say that's probably my best bet of the entire week. Eagles, Giants, I may regret this. I'm glad I didn't bet on the Eagles against the Cardinals last week and just took the over. Uh, but I'm going to be back on the Eagles train. I'm making the same bet on the Eagles that I made on them uh, a couple of weeks ago. Actually, as of now, some fives are available, so you can get a slightly better line as of now. Um, but even though they didn't cover against the Giants a couple weeks ago, I actually thought they deserved to. I thought they did outplay them. They outgained the Giants in that game 6.3 yards per play to 4.9 yards per play. I think the Giants have got some luck recently. That 93-yard punt return against the Rams to almost win and at least cover the spread was insane. Uh, they had some luck against the Eagles in that game to cover in that game. <clears throat> I think the Giants have been the worst team in the NFL this season. Net yards per play would reflect that fact. They have a net yards per play of minus 1.3. Um, so I'm going to bet against the Giants and the Eagles. It's kind of flipped now because they're way overvalued like the first... 13 weeks of the season, I was preaching from the mountaintops. They're fraudulent. Now they've looked even worse than I could have imagined. I actually think it is now kind of flipped. As ironic as it is for me to say, I actually now think the Eagles are a little bit undervalued. I actually think they are now, the first 13 weeks, they were much worse than the results were showing. And now these past probably two, three weeks, I think they're much better than what the results have shown. Um, crazy that we can get that big of a flip uh from week uh in just a 17 week season or a 17 game season um but that's usually what happens though right when a team is overperforming or even let me make the example of when you're placing bets when you're on a hot streak 
what usually follows up that hot streak is then an insane cold streak. Because when things regress to the mean, sometimes for things to regress to the mean, you need, you know, just as uh, significant of a, of a result, but to the other direction. So that's kind of, this is kind of what we have seen from the Eagles. It's like they're playing blackjack and they hit 10 blackjack hands in a row and then the dealer got hot and they lost, you know, five of their next six hands. When really where they should be is somewhere in the middle. They aren't as bad as they've looked the past couple of weeks. They aren't as good as they looked at the start of the season. I think they beat the Giants here. I think the Giants, like I said, are the worst team in the NFL. In my power rankings, I put Giants number 32. I'll take the Eagles minus five and a half on the road in a game where if they want any chance of winning the NFC East, they have to win this game. This game goes on at the same time as the Cowboys game. So it's not like if the Cowboys game happened, you know, in, in the early afternoon slot, it's not like the Cowboys win. Okay, now they know they have nothing to play for. When the ball kicks off for the Eagles game, as far as they're aware, they need to win the game to have any hope. So uh, if you're going to bet against the Eagles because of motivation, don't because they have to win this game. Eagles minus five and a half against the Giants. 49ers Rams. This line has moved in my favor, but I still do like the Rams. I took the Rams plus four and a half, plus four and a half minus 105. It's now three, three and a half. So there are three and a half still available. Specifically, I'm looking at Caesar Sportsbook as a three and a half available. If you can get it above a field goal, that'd be the way to go. Uh, so this is actually a scenario where I'm betting against a team that has nothing to play for. Now, the Rams have little to play for as well. I think the Rams, the Rams have locked up a playoff spot. I think if they lose, I think there might be a chance that they drop to the uh, sixth seed. Or sorry, drop to the seventh seed. Uh, I don't know that exactly. Maybe I should have looked that up to see if they had anything to play for this week. Yeah, right now the 16 seed at nine and seven, um, but um, the Packers, who would be the next team closest, uh, yeah, if they lose, they'd both be nine and eight. So I don't know how the tiebreaker works. Obviously, it depends on who finishes at nine and eight. The Rams be in the playoffs, but based on this, they could probably still drop to the seven seed. So they do kind of need to win this game. 49ers um, do not. Has not been announced who the 49ers would be resting. I would guess Christian McCaffrey. If your best player is your running back, I mean running back specifically one position they're getting hit all game. Maybe they don't sit him the whole game, uh, but he was he's definitely going get, to get a reduced workload. Uh, but that's not why I'm betting against the 49ers. I actually think, now maybe not the current line of 3.5, at 4.5, I might actually consider betting on the Rams even if all starters are playing. This Rams team has turned into a legitimate Super Bowl contender in the second half of the season. Their wins aren't fraudulent. Um, like if we look at NFL net or uh, in net yards per play over their last three games, that's plus 0.8. Um, and let me take a look where they rank uh, season long. They, they must have climbed up the rankings here. Season long net yards per play. They're all the way up to eighth in the NFL in net yards per play this season. Just a smidge below the Lions, which I think is a pretty fair assessment for this Rams team. Don't forget the last team the Ravens struggled with, who now we all look at as the best team in the NFL, was the Rams. The Rams scored 31 points against that, Ra that Ravens defense. They took them to overtime. I think this Rams team is legitimate. Um, I would probably take the points of the Rams against this 49ers team, no matter who's playing. So with the 49ers also likely going to be resting a couple of guys, uh, I will take the points with the Rams. Like I said, I like it as long as you can get over a field goal. If it gets down to a field goal, probably still the Rams. Also what the Rams can do, which is going to hurt the 49ers. The Rams can run the football. One of the better uh, running teams with Kyron Williams in the backfield and the 49ers. I've talked about this before uh, when they were playing the Ravens. 
The weakness of the 49ers is their run defense. So at exactly three, I'd probably take the Rams. If it dips below three, I'd probably shift and take the 49ers. But at the current number, I like the LA Rams. Broncos and Raiders, this line has not shifted. It's a meaningless game. Actually, it's not meaningless. It's meaningless for these two teams. But uh, the way the Steelers can get into the playoffs, if they lose to the Ravens, one of the things they need to happen, I'm guessing it's a uh, strength of like opponent schedule or something, is they need the Broncos to win this game. So if the Steelers lose on Saturday, this game actually becomes important, but only important for the Steelers, uh, funny enough. It is the Broncos, it's the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders, minus two and a half at home. If there's one team that's eliminated that's still going to play with a chip on their shoulder, it's the Raiders. Now, that is circumstantial or that is, you know, subjective. There's no way that I can measure that. Um, but Antonio Pierce, their head coach, is trying to prove that he should be the head coach of this team moving forward. Um, they got a lot of players on their team that have something to prove. Um, their defense has been unbelievable. Actually, since week 10, their defense is third in opponent EPA per play. Antonio Pierce, I think, does deserve to be the head coach. The things he's done with this team has been unbelievable. Um, so I will take the Raiders. This Raiders defense is going to crush uh, the Broncos. Uh, why am I just completely blanking on um, their backup quarterback, the Patriots guy? Jarrett Stidham. It's going to be bad. He looked, Even though they beat the Chargers last week 16-9, to he looked bad. Uh, Russell Wilson's... I know I understand why they sat him for you know contract reasons, um, but Russell Wilson's clearly the better quarterback uh, on that team. So... Broncos on the road, only getting two and a half points. Uh, Jarrett Stidham at quarterback, n- nothing to play for. Their kind of locker room has imploded a little bit by all uh, kind of reports. I, I, I have no interest in betting the Broncos. I will lay the two and a half the points with the Raiders at home. <clears throat> Bears versus Packers. If you uh, don't like my Falcons underdog money line upset pick of the week uh, and you want to bet a different one, I don't blame you. I would go with the Bears. I got them at plus three. I took the three points instead. It is still available at plus three. I love the Bears in this game. I think they might win outright. The Packers are in the, actually the Packers and the Seahawks, both of them in the exact same situation as last year, except against different teams. Last year, if you remember these Packers, um, all they had to do was beat the Lions to get into the playoffs, whereas the Seahawks needed to beat the Rams and then the Packers to lose to the Lions for them to get in the playoffs. And that's what happened. Seahawks beat the Rams early earlier in the day, and then the Packers lost to the Lions in what was a meaningless game for the Lions on Sunday Night Football. I think we're in the same situation because if the Packers win, they're in against... Uh, if they beat the Bears, they're in. If they lose, but the Seahawks win, the Seahawks are in. I think we might see that exact same situation play out two years uh, in a row. Obviously, the Packers' offense has been better than the Bears' offense, but the two defenses for these two teams, especially in the second half of the season have been on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Since week 10, believe it or not, the Bears have actually been the best defense in the NFL. If you look at EPA per play and opponent success rate since week 10, the Bears are first in the NFL in both of those categories. First in opponent EPA per play, first in opponent success rate. Their defense has been dominant. Packers defense, 25th and 26th in those two stats since week 10. So they're actually both kind of average defenses to start the year. They have both gone... Whoop, complete opposite directions. And now it is the Bears who have an elite defense and the Packers defense that stinks. I think that's enough to at least keep this game close despite it being a meaningless game for the Bears. I will take the three points with the Bears. I got it at minus 104. Minus, plus three, minus 105 still available out there. I'm seeing that fan duel right now. 
Cowboys and Commanders, or yeah, Cowboys and Commanders. The Cowboys need to win this game um, to clinch the NFC East. Um, so I will take the Cowboys laying almost two full uh, touchdowns, minus 13 and a half, minus 108. This is one of the rare spots this weekend that I'm backing the team that it is a quote-unquote must win. Obviously, they're still in the playoffs regardless, and they could still actually win the NFC East if they uh, lose and the Eagles lose. Uh, but I'll lay the points here against the Commanders. I laid the points on the 49ers against the Commanders last week. It's just the Commanders suck. The Commanders had some spark, at least offensively, early in the year. Um, they have completely collapsed. Their secondary is terrible. 31st in opponent dropback EPA. Uh, the Cowboys are too talented at the receiver position for the Commanders to deal with them. Um, I'll, I'll lay the 13.5 points for the Cowboys. I have nothing else to say. I will just fade the Commanders the rest of the season, as I've been doing the past couple of weeks. And it's the big game, the game of the week. It is the uh, very fitting game for the season to end on because uh, it is the Bills and the Dolphins. And there is a situation where heading into this game, it could be either the Bills win the game and win the AFC East and finish as the number two seed in the conference or lose the game and completely miss the playoffs. I don't know if there's ever been a game that could have that big of a swing one way or the other where win you're the number two seed in the conference or lose you miss the entire playoffs that's unbelievable now i will say if you don't already know in order for that to happen uh the steelers and the jaguars would both have to win their games that is certainly possible they are both uh, playing teams where the game is meaningless they are both favored by a field goal or more so if the steelers beat the ravens on saturday and if the jaguars uh beat the titans on sunday then heading into the game, when it kicks off Sunday night, the Bills are either win, get the number two seed, lose, eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, Dolphins already have secured a playoff seed, so the worst they can be is a wildcard team. They still need to win the game to win the AFC East. Uh, and obviously, if either or the Steelers or Jaguars lose, uh, then the Bills will have a wildcard seed as well. So we will see what the exact situation will be heading into Sunday night. Um, but if you guys remember, I recommended, um, back in early December to bet on the bills to win the AFC East. I bet on them at plus 310 at the, at that moment. So how I'm treating this game from a sides perspective is I basically have a bills money line bet ticket right now at plus 310 and the dolphins are three point home underdogs at, available at plus 140. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try for a middle. So I have the Bills money line ticket of plus 310 effectively because obviously if they win the game to win the AFC East, I win that AFC East ticket. I'm now going to bet on the Dolphins plus three in an attempt at a middle. Then if the Bills win but don't cover, I win both bets. I'm the happiest person on the planet. I'm rich. If the Bills win and cover, then I win a much bigger bet. I win a pretty decent profit with them winning the AFC East. If the Dolphins uh, win... Then at the very least, I'll have the plus money or sorry, the plus three ticket to soften the blow a little bit. Now I could do a true just hedge and just go Dolphins money line and have, you know, either I'd have a plus three ten bet on one side and a plus one forty ish bet on the other side. Uh, but I'm going to get greedy and try to middle. So I am betting on the game in terms of a side Dolphins plus three. Now, if I were to handicap the game and give you a side bet, I probably would go Dolphins plus three as well. I think the Bills are a pretty overvalued team in the betting market right now just because they're red hot. But what I'm, my actual best bet for the game, if I were to just bet on this game, you know, as a separate entity outside of the bets I already have placed, I actually like the under. So my pick for this will be under 50. 
Now I get it. This is a very lame way to end the road to 272 bets and to bet on the final game of the NFL regular season with so much on the line is to take an under bet. But if I'm trying to win bets, I got to do it the best way possible. And I think the best bet for this game is the under. These two defenses have been some of the most improved defenses in the second half of the NFL season. Uh, since week 10, they are 4th and ninth in opponent EPA per play, 5th and 10th in opponent success rate. So top 10 defenses in both major uh, metrics there in the second half of the season. Um, and with uh, so much on the line for both teams, I think we just might see a little bit more of a calculated approach. Uh, I believe, now I'm going to, uh, I might be lying here, but I believe the Bills have been running the ball a lot more lately. I'm going to go rushing play percentage. Last three games, yeah, by a wide margin. Bills have ran, run the ball on 62.7% of plays over their last three games. Their season average is 45.86. So even including those last three games in their season average, still the last three games is, you know, almost almost 18% more. They've been running the ball lately. When you run the ball, obviously the clock keeps moving. The clock goes a little bit faster. Um... And that kind of leads to an under. Bills, of all teams, last three games, Bills run the ball 62.7%. That's the next, that's the best mark in the NFL by almost 8%. Next, next close to the Steelers, 54.64. So I think they run the ball. I think they play defense. I think both sides play defense. I think this total is like three points too high. So I like the under 50 for the final bet of the road to 272 bets, 2023 edition. Bills, Dolphins, under. 50. All right, I'll recap my picks and then I'll give you my five best bets and my teaser of the week. Uh, we got Ravens plus four and a half minus 110 against the Steelers. We got Texans minus 102 against the Colts. Uh, we got Viking. I got Vikings plus six minus 110 with the line all the way down to three. I now like the Lions minus three, but for my official record, I have Vikings plus six minus 110. Uh, I got Browns plus five minus 110 against the Bengals. Uh, Falcons plus 160 on the money line against the Saints. Patriots minus 2.5, minus 110 against the Jets. Panthers plus 6, minus 110 against the Buccaneers. Titans plus 4.5, minus 108 against the Jaguars. Chargers minus 1.5, minus 104 against the Chiefs. But if you with if you bet it with the current line of minus 3, then I actually like the under 36. But for my records, it'll be Chargers minus 1.5, minus 104. I got the over 47.5, minus 110 between the Seahawks and Cardinals. I got the Eagles, minus 5.5, minus 110 against the Giants. I got the Rams, plus 4.5, minus 105 against the 49ers. I got the Raiders, minus 2.5, minus 110 against the Broncos. I got the Bears, plus 3, minus 104 against the Packers. I got the Cowboys, minus 13.5, minus 108 against the Commanders. And finally, the last bet of the road to 272 bets will be the under 50. Minus 110 between the Bills and the Dolphins. My five best bets for the week. Falcons plus three and a half. Patriots minus two and a half. Eagles minus five and a half. Bears plus three. Raiders minus two and a half. So uh, Falcons, Patriots, Eagles, Bears, Raiders, all to cover if you're doing a pick'em contest. If you just want my straight up best bets, um, I would sub out the um, I would sub out the Eagles minus five and a half, and instead do the Cardinals um, Seahawks over forty seven and a half. 
So if you just want my straight up five best bets, it's Falcons, Patriots, Bears, Raiders, Cardinals, Seahawks over. If you're doing a pick em contest where you got to pick spreads, sub out the Cardinals, Seahawks over 47.5, put in the Eagles minus 5.5. Teaser of the week. Uh, we're going to tease. Uh, actually, this doesn't work anymore. I wrote this tease yesterday on different lines. Because um, now we'd have to tease. I, had, I originally had the Texans plus 7.5 from up from plus 1 against, or plus 1.5 against the Colts. I had the Bears up to plus 9. We're going to keep the Bears plus 9. Uh, but now we are going to, I don't know, this makes it hard. Not a lot of great teaser legs this week. We are going to, hmm, can't tease through zero. Got the Browns there. I don't want to make a teaser leg that kind of goes against my straight pick for the game. Let's just take the let's take the Rams up from plus three and a half. This is not a great teaser lay because it's already up three. We are uh, passing the key number of seven. We're getting to plus nine and a half. And there's not a lot of great teaser legs like this week. So we're going to take the Bears plus nine versus Packers. Rams plus nine and a half versus 49ers. There you have it. This has been... This has been the week 18, but this has been the road to 272 bets. We're here. We've made it. Um, how many bets do I need to win to secure a profit? To make sure that I don't completely blow it up and lose. And imagine if I go like 2 and 14 and I end up like down units. Oh, so it'd be th 4 and 12. I, I think I'd have to win five bets. Because if I went five and eleven, I'd probably be down what six and a half units. But if I went if I went four and if I went four and twelve, as a difference of eight, it's probably gonna be more than eight units. Yeah, probably be close to nine units. I would lose. Yeah, so I think the magic number is five. I think I got to win five bets this week to secure a profit. Now that would still suck to go five and eleven and and lose almost all of my profit. But if my goal at the start of the season, which is which it is, to finish green. The magic number is five. We got to win five bets this week, my friends. It can be four if I all, if one of the wins is the Falcons' money line. I could probably get away with only winning four. Um, but let's, to be safe, let's say the magic number is five. We got to go at least five and 11 this week to finish profitable. Uh, best of luck to all of you uh, betting on week 18. Please subscribe to the podcast channel on YouTube, the Bacon Bets Podcast. Uh, rate and review the podcast if you've enjoyed the content throughout the season don't worry we'll be back next week to talk all things playoffs i'm also going to recap um this season my betting season as well as i'm going to take a look back at uh my nfl preview episode where, where i gave my best futures bet for every team i haven't looked at it yet but just thinking about what how with the ones i bet on certain teams that i remember i think i did pretty well with my futures bets i'll have to go back and take a look at that when the season concludes as well so that'll be on next week's episode uh, thank you all so much for listening and for watching. Gamble or bless. Good luck this week. Uh, and we'll talk to you all next week for the wild card round, the best weekend of football of the year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.